Welcome to episode number 46 of the Nintendo Jump Podcast. We, of course, are a weekly discussion podcast created for Nintendo gamers by Nintendo gamers. It is the week of May 6th. My name is Daryl, and today I'm once again joined by my ever-reliable co-host, Sergio. How are you doing, man? Hey, Daryl. I'm doing, I'm doing all right. You know what helps is that E3 is basically a month away. And... I know. <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? This year yeah. has flown by. So, oh, there's so many expectations and rumors and just hype. Hype is the word, and I cannot wait. Yeah, that becomes even crazier when, when we think about, like, our one of our first episodes was responding to E3. So, ooh. Yes. Ooh, getting there. <laughs> getting there, guys. Uh, and, I mean, as, as almost always, uh, I'm also joined by... Kevin, who is I I mean, this guy, I don't I don't understand how he does it. He has formed yet another podcast. It's crazy. Um so check him out on the Uncharted BFFs podcast. That's oh uh, at Uncharted BFFs on Twitter. Obviously that's not a Nintendo brand, but it's awesome. You guys should check it out. Kevin, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well. And you know what? Thanks for a shout out to my new podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's what's the name of your podcast one more time? It's called Uncharted BFFs. You know, we just talk about everything Uncharted, our experiences with Uncharted, what we think about the series, what we can do if we were the developers, you know, and... <laughs> That's awesome. I think, I, mean, it's, I think it's impressive that you're already at five episodes. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's not even... There's not even five iterations of Uncharted yet, and, like, yeah. <laughs> it's already a different episode. Infinite well, stories, I mean, man. Infinite stories. Yeah, well, granted that there are spin-offs, but there is no Uncharted Five yet. I don't know if there is one, but if you hear, if you hear me, Sony, if you hear me, ah, Naughty Dog, you, know, you almost said Nintendo. Yeah, I almost said Nintendo. That's not gonna well, happen, man. You know, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I just feel like this series, and I, t- I talked about it in the Discord. Like, I think it deserves more than deserves a chance to shine in. In the Switch, on the Switch, so. <laughs> never ever gonna oh. happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but, <laughs> never, but ever. oh man, we are dream. already so far off the rails. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, obviously we are back for yet another weekly episode, and we're having fun uh, this week. I, we have a topic that I'm actually really happy about. It was it was proposed by one of our uh, Discord's friend of the show, Shellshock. I don't know that he really realized that he proposed an idea for an entire episode, but he did. Uh, so, yeah, without further ado, Kevin, what are we talking about this week? Well, first of all, shout out to Shellshock Prime with the question. With that being said, his question that we're about to get into is, I got a question for the next time you guys answer listener mail. How would you guys evolve the Mega Man series in this day and age? Yeah, we're gonna spend an entire episode talking about how we would involve the evolve the Mega Man series. So, man, strap in. This is gonna be a great one. Oh man, I'm ready. I'm no, ready. I'm, well, I'm, I'm no, kidding. No, 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 but I'm for kidding. real though, for real though, we're gonna be doing a round robin of game series, uh, one from each of us, uh, or not one. Well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, a few from each of us. Okay, let's let's say a few. Yeah, and then just uh. There we go. We're just gonna go go off the well, not go off the rails, but just go into <laughs> this question, and we're gonna start with Sergio. So yeah, how this how this is gonna work? We're gonna say a game series, and then we're gonna basically talk about what we would do to evolve the series from where it currently is. So right, there's a lot of uh, 
a lot of potential topics here, and and I'm I'm gonna welcome some talk back on this episode for sure. Uh, check out our Discord definitely, and let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. For sure, and I'm gonna start with a a favorite of all three of us, and some of our listeners, not not as many listeners as we hope. We want more people to play this series, and that's why we kind of wanted to come back. I'm talking about Golden Sun. Oh mm. yes. Oh yes. Okay. There <laughs> we go. All right, let's go. <laughs> so even if we count Golden Sun three, I guess I guess I mean I guess we kinda have to because it's a <laughs> The still good but incredibly forgettable iteration. Yes. Oh, yes. Man, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so even with that, yeah, there there's potential, you know, to to do something with the series. It it's it's interesting because it will be evolving it but also bringing it back from oh man i don't know how long it's been over 10 years i want to say death literal death (laughs) (laughs) so i do have some ideas and you know since it's coming back from a long time there's some drastic changes that i'm going to be proposing first of all i think it has to go with a completely new cast of characters um in fact, I was thinking that it would be a prequel to the entire thing. It would it would still be set in the same world of Weird, but it would be way in the past. I, I'm thinking in the discovery of, uh, I don't know if it's, I say synergy. I've heard some people say synergy also. What do you guys think? <laughs> um, I, think man, it's, or, is, I think it's Helion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Hylian. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's, well, for me, it's synergy. I've never heard of it said synergy. Yeah, I always said synergy, but it's spelled weird. So I, I yeah. eh, just take it, whatever. I don't care <laughs> on that one. It's not nearly as important as Helion. So oh. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So it would, yeah, my idea is that the game would take place in the discovery of synergy, synergy, you know, the, the magical element of, of Golden Sun. Mm. And, you know, it would still have the same four elements it would be fire, earth, water, and mm-hmm. wind. And, I would also keep the 2D sort of top view for when you're exploring levels. I think that works really well for the series. It's very unique, uh, especially for an RPG. So I, I wouldn't change that. What I would change, though, it's the battle system. I'm thinking we're going to go real time on this one. So your the characters are going to move on their own. They're going to be blocking or dodging enemies enemy attacks. But you're going to be in control when it's time to attack. So, for example... After a few ba- uh, after a few seconds after a battle starts, you see that the the Earth guy um, I don't know let's call him Affleck. <laughs> Sounds like I said <laughs> Affleck. Sure, let's call him Affleck. Okay. <laughs> so hmm. S- sounds like a duck. <laughs> this this podcast sponsored by Affleck. Yeah. Affleck. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> so. When you notice that Affleck is ready, <laughs> when, when he's ready to attack, you can do a physical attack, you can do an earth elemental attack, or you can decide to wait. And basically the reason for waiting is that, that if you see, for example, that the fire guy, uh, let's call him Barrett, if he's also ready oh. to attack, you can you can put one of them on hold. You know, they, they stay where they are. They're vulnerable. But you wait for someone else to be ready to attack. You get close to the other person. And once you're both close to each other and you're ready to unleash an elemental attack, that's when you combine it. So it will be fi- uh, earth and fire. So, you know, it gets tricky because you have to decide when it's a good time to leave someone open to potential attacks. But 
it's for, it's for a good reason. You want to unleash a, a stronger attack with different elements or, or a combination of elements that could cause different effects on the battle. Mm. So that's what I mm. would propose. Man, I <laughs> so you said keep it in two D, which uh, is kind of interesting for a real time. Um, that I, I I like that idea. What you're giving me really strong flashbacks of is actually Crystal Chronicles, uh, which kind of has that in a co op type gameplay so each person mm. can cast mm. a different kind of magic and then combine the magics uh to make different spells so and you have to work together with timing and such to make actually make that happen golden sun also has a history of doing that like if you equipped uh fire gin to isaac uh you could then get access to a spell called volcano you know so i mean right it, Yeah, there's a lot of history there, so I actually really like that idea. I would be really interested to see what the the water user of the game, um, let's call him Geico, could uh, do. That would be that would be pretty awesome. um, Or maybe maybe the wind user, you know, uh, progressive. Maybe he could um, (laughs) use hurricane or something. That'd be that'd be pretty neat. But. Oh. <laughs> hey, you started this, man. I don't know where yeah, Barrett yeah. came from. Anyway, yeah. um, so, <laughs> uh, anyways, I actually I could see. So you know that that Pokemon uh, open world game that everybody's been kind of like <laughs> really waiting for for a very long time. Open world, yes. expansive Pokemon everywhere and things like yeah. that. I actually think that they could do that with Golden Sun. I really do. Uh, in terms of, if you remember how the levels are laid out, uh, how you f- actually find the gin and, and things, like, that would actually be really cool. You could do it in a, a full 3D, depending on how much time you had. Now, that said, uh, the development company Camelot, they have not done an RPG or Golden Sun game in a very long time. So yes. I don't know I don't know what their staffing levels are. I don't know if they have the same <laughs> people or anything like that. But, um, man, if, if anybody ever looked at Golden Sun and actually gave it a lot of... Uh, a lot of effort, man. That that series could be awesome. Uh, the only other thing I'll say is I remember that game being fairly, uh, fairly linear in terms of exploration, like a lot of kind, yes. almost kind of side scrolly type areas. And what that reminds me of is actually Octopath Traveler, uh, which also has right. a lot of more linear exploration type gameplay uh, with the way it's laid out and such. So. I, I my mind kind of drifts to an Octopath Traveler slash Golden Sun game, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I get I get, a, I get a little weak for that one. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, and you know, having a game being linear is not necessarily a bad thing. I think there were some unfair criticisms throughout the years with certain games like Final Fantasy 13 when they complained about how linear it was and mm. how and and to and towards the very end where it is a bit more open world, but I, I yeah I mean I echo the same sentiments I think it's an awesome idea I I think it's interesting that you know if you're put in a vulnerable state like do you take double damage so you're taking a huge risk in the battle right so right. it's a bit more strategic and I'm gonna go for as step further I mean are you gonna include more elements rather than you know earth Ooh. air wind and water because I mean uh, we I would vote for heart too. heart is a good <laughs> element and then we could heart? just no start singing captain planet to ourselves which would be pretty cool too um i mean yo there we go but <laughs> yeah because i feel like you know with the four main elements it does get very cliche and i think that you know if you add some more elements i don't know like i'm trying to think like heart like heart oh well, yeah that's a good one oh, well, 
wood I wood is more like earth, but you could do light and dark pretty easily. And, yeah. And oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, you could do you could do light and dark. Um, I don't know why I'm thinking Mega Man. When I, when I thought about what I thought about Mega Man, like Wood Man, <laughs> but um, <laughs> <laughs> let me think. <laughs> and and so with the with the bow sequence, like so, like how it would be like an active time bow system. Like it, would it be like would you know who's gonna go first or second? Like how would you how would you mold that? Uh, the way I was thinking is it depends on who has the most agility, you know, and okay. depending on, on how you level them up or what equipment you give them. And, you know, there you brought up a good point that it, it could work as a 2D game, but I was actually thinking, I actually should have specified, I think the battle system, if it's going to be real time, it could be like an open world kind of thing. I, yeah. I thought of Xenoblade Chronicles, right. actually. Oh. Okay, so you guys, you guys absolutely need to get in by Crystal Chronicles when it comes out because that's kind of what you're uh, explaining. Ooh, kind of, man. it's very, very good. Uh, <laughs> I, I cannot wait. I'm sorry, I, I bring it up a lot, but it, it does. It, it's very much similar to what you're kind of explaining there. Um, I, okay, so Golden Sun, awesome pick, mm-hmm. Kevin. You want to go next? Yeah, sure. So I gotta go with the the series that has given me. A lot of joy and a lot of pain <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Pokemon, you know. <laughs> Y'all remember the time when I went on a rampage with the way I felt about it. But yeah, I think that there are certain things that I would like to have improved and evolved in this series. You know, one of them being... <laughs> no, no pun intended. <laughs> no. <laughs> Put down the hashtag. No, but you know what? I They follow the same formula of know going through the gyms oh, besides aloha aloha but you know just going through the gyms and collecting the badges and becoming a champion but i was thinking maybe more of a story where like a more of a a heartfelt story i mean i'm gonna borrow a little bit from pokemon uranium i don't know if you heard of it but it is a, a oh. fan-made ser- a fan-made game about uh this and correct me if i'm wrong it's in this this area of like where there's a lot of like these sort of these nuclear power plant sort of things, and you know the main character like has a mom that works in the lab, and then some chaos happens, and then you know she goes back into the the basement to try to fix it, and then it explodes, and just you don't know what happened to the the mom, and then you have to go figure out like how to you you know you gotta find your you wanna know what happened to your mom, you know the lab scientist and. Uh, I didn't finish it. I just played like probably a couple hours, but you know, you just go through each town bit by bit, try to figure out more clues to that. And I, th- I feel like maybe Pokemon should have, or the series should have more of that kind of story. Uh, I am a little disappointed that it got shut down after 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 a while. But I mean, with with great understanding, obviously, because it is a you know Pokemon is a copyright franchise, and uh, but the passion's there. So I would want to have more of a different story, a different spinoff, not just collecting badges. Because mm. I think that gets old, you know? I mean, we always... I think it's great to have that sort of thing where, you know, you are trying to become a Pokemon master and you're trying to collect gems. Or not gems. <laughs> you're trying to collect <laughs> badges <laughs> and and try to become the very best that never was. But, you know, if if you have a different story, a different spinoff, I, I think that it would be more in, enticing to people who maybe never played the Pokemon series I still want to have, you know, new Pokemon and mm-hmm. bring back the old 
you know, like our favorite Pikachu and Team Eevee, obviously. Team Eevee. Gotta go with Eevee. And... Eevee forever. Yep, there we go. That's what's <laughs> up. Uh, but I think a different story intake would be great. And with the battle system, you know, I kind of want to have it so that it's like real time where not so much like Pokemon Tournament. I mean, you know, obviously that is a very hmm. reputable franchise in itself. But I think with, or series, but what I'm trying to get at is like maybe have a real time battle system where you can actually dodge attacks and you can actually, you have your four base moves and then you have your, your Pokemon trainer pretty much like give a command and then once you give a command, then the Pokemon will react and will try to try to dodge or it'll, you'll, you're giving, like say if, say you have a Pikachu, right? And then, you know, Pokemon trainer is like, oh, hey, Pikachu used Thundershock. It won't use it yet. But it will go into a sequence where you have 30 seconds to use Thundershock, or, or maybe 15 seconds. And then um, it's kind of like chess where you're trying to figure out like where the other Pokemon is going to you know, mm. attack. And then depending on – you can strike first or he can strike first. And you have, but you have to use your attack within 15 seconds. And if you don't, then you, then this is a miss. So you have to use your attack. And then there's ways where you can dodge maybe like a tackle. And then once you dodge maybe say the opponent, opponent Pokemon's tackle, then Pikachu can – uh, maybe find an opening where he could use Thundershock. So I think maybe something like that would be a bit more strategic. Uh, I don't know if that's ever been implemented before, but I think just, yeah, so basically like 15-second rounds of like doing certain attacks. And it may, maybe the battle might take a bit longer um, than, than the original formula, but I think that'd be more exciting. And, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be like all six Pokemon, you know, all at once or, you know, during the, se- the battle sequence, but, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you can have like max three Pokemon per, per team, and then, yeah, just, you know, duke it out, you know. So, yeah, so like I said, uh, each trainer will have a command that, you know, the Pokemon, wants to, Pokemon is going to do. And then you have 15 seconds in that that sequence to execute it. Um, if you don't execute in 15 seconds, that round is over. You you, you can't, you don't do, the, do your attack. So, I don't know, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I, I like it, especially because you're saying very story-heavy story being a focus of the of the series i want to say like for once (laughs) or finally and i think i think nintendo could go with that so well they could say okay so there's this franchise that a lot of people don't consider an rpg well here's what we think of that and then they show this crazy super story driven pokemon game oh that, that would be that actually sounds really awesome to me also the battle system sounds more engaging because you can do Basically, you can defend better. You can dodge and react. It just sounds right. more engaging, like you said. Now, n- not to derail your idea, but I think something that could work and that would add to the story uh, portion of it. What about permadeath? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I thought about that too, but you know, you have to think like Nintendo and the Pokemon, like just Nintendo and Pokemon Company, like just the way they want to portray what fainting is or what death is <laughs> there would be like, so that's... many tears yeah there'd be so and many tears that'd be worse than fire emblem are you serious <laughs> it, it, it would be it's i mean these are like, like you know you got, these pocket, you got an these... adorable oddish oh oddish died sorry <laughs> what <laughs> no oh no yeah I, I, you know that's a good try Serge. i i thought about it for a slight <laughs> second but I don't think it's gonna fly with this um, this concept. Although I personally wouldn't mind because you know that <laughs> it puts a bit more drama into the game. Um, I think 
the rating for this game might go from PG to M. So, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure how a lot of people feel about that because as we mentioned in the previous episode or a previous episode about Pokemon, as Daryl mentioned it, Pokemon is geared towards a certain audience, like a certain young audience. And, you know, they're, you're, Pokemon companies always trying to bring new generation over and like just after one after another and trying to get into the series and be able to cultivate this love for these these monsters these pocket monsters or pokemon and and be able to live on uh the spirit of having the companion with you so um you know permadeath man i mean that is a very bold no- uh, idea but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> i think honestly a pokemon move that i would love to to see would be a battle system change uh to a more active battle system kind of like you're th- thinking um so in Pokemon tournament there's two phases there's a field phase and a, i think a dual phase or something like that think of the, f- yeah. the field phase where you have full uh 3d movement around each other and so envision it is still kind of a pseudo turn-based type thing but it's all active time so you have kind of an the active time bar from uh final fantasy games in there and mm-hmm. when that goes down you can hit one of your four face buttons a b x y uh, to attack, do one of your four attacks, and when that happens, then it resets the bar and it starts over. The opponent has a bar too, but in the meantime, you can freely move around the arena, and it's in a 3D environment. That would be awesome. Mm. Yeah, that would be awesome, and yeah, I would play great. it. <laughs> I would absolutely play that. <laughs> you hear that, Nintendo? Sign us up as a you know game developers. We'll, we'll help you out. <laughs> yeah, it would, it would still kind of be just a pseudo, kind of a pseudo action RPG, kind of the same type, but you could be like trying to actively avoid attacks and stuff. So yes, yes. That'd be neat. I'd like that. Yeah, it would because, and it's, it, it fits more into, you know, what what a battle system, a battle system can be, like in just more engaging, more progressive. Uh, it, it's not, you're not just sitting around doing nothing. You're constantly thinking about the next move. Um, whether you're going to dodge attack or or execute one, like it takes a lot more thought and more care to you know how you uh, battle. So I, I'm all for it. So it would also lead to um, greater differences between the Pokemon. Like if you picked a big slow Pokemon, you would feel some of the repercussions of that versus a, oh, a small fast one. You right. Know? So. It'd be actually some increased depth there. I, I'd, I'd like to see something like that. And now, obviously, there's a, there's a lot of um, challenge to animating and and modeling uh, hundreds and hundreds of characters. But uh, <laughs> still, I, I think, and maybe even on a, a slightly smaller scale or something, I think that'd be pretty interesting. Yeah, definitely. It, I mean, I think the idea, and I mean, it would be great if they can execute this idea. And obviously, it would just take a lot of time. But I think in the long term, it would be better for the future of Pokemon. I mean, we all know that there's a certain formula that they love to stick with, but I think a little change, like especially in the battle system, would would really make them like catapult them into like probably one of the best, if if not the best strategy game of all time. It, it can be. I I I would believe it. I mean, just you have a, a reputable brand in Pokemon, and it, you know if you can tweak the battle system in a way where it, it is like what we propose. I mean, who knows? Like, I can see like esports on this like just like with like million dollar prize money like tournaments i mean it, it could be incredible so and it's just and this is based on the franchise that we used to love back in the day and well excuse me 
Some of us used to, some of us used to love back in the day. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I felt that one from here, and I'm I'm not a Pokemon fan, and I felt that it sounded one. It's so Ooh. natural too. I, sorry, sorry, yeah. I, 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 some of Ow. us, actually, myself included. I I don't love the series as much as I used to. Um, but yeah, I have to correct myself there. <laughs> all right, all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to the next game to uh, okay. avoid the pitchforks on this one. Oh. <laughs> so my quote unquote my first game. Um, I'm actually gonna go back to Shellshock's actual question. So, uh, how would we evolve? Evolve. I don't know why I keep doing that. How would we evolve the Mega Man franchise? So. To me, this is a very hard question because what is the Mega Man franchise at this point? I mean, there are so many variations if you include the classic games, the X games, the Zero games, Battle the Network. R- RPG spinoffs, <laughs> Battle Network, Network Transmission, the um, Star Force, uh, ZX. Um, I mean, oh, <laughs> there's so many. That's, there's that's so lie. many. But I'm going to... I'm. I'm going to basically take this to mean mostly the Mega Man and Mega Man X series is um, because I I think those are more the 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 more classic the what people actually think when they think of Mega Man game. Right. (laughs) So I'm at a little bit of a I'll, I'll say a disadvantage because they just kind of re quote unquote reinvented it. Right. Um, with Mega Man 11, and now that said, that was a very safe reinvention, right? So you mm. still got the the eight robot masters. You still have uh, the the same power up system and and just a couple extra perks here and there. So my main problem with what they've done ever since uh, Mega Man 6, which was the last NES Mega Man, uh, is they've just kind of gone back to that well a lot. Like it just even with the X games, now those are significantly different in terms of gameplay, but the structure is the same. Uh, hmm. You still have eight <laughs> main bosses, and you beat them, and then you go to a couple final levels, and you beat the final boss, and then you know, yay! You know, um, <laughs> that's there we go. That's that's, <laughs> that's the game. Congratulations! You can beat a Mega Man game in a, a few hours. I mean, it's, it, they're fairly short games if you uh, don't get killed a lot, but. So what I would like to see, if I were reinventing what Mega Man is um, versus just putting ports and ports and ports of the old games out like Capcom loves to do, um, I would probably drastically change up the concept of eight Robot Masters. Um, I would also probably drastically change up the rock, paper, scissors type gameplay. So, you know, if you have this weapon, you are super effective against this boss. That kind of thing. Like, I'm okay having, like, slight effective, slightly mm-hmm. more effective weapons, that kind of thing. What I would love to see, though, is it can still be, um, let's, let's say we, we can still do, like, 2D platforming levels. So it can still be kind of the Mega Man structure. Uh, yeah, I'm not going full Metroidvania here or anything like that. But what I would like to see is the actual power-ups that you get from the bosses are more overall useful versus... And and slightly less useful specifically to the bosses. Mm, right, right. So, so right, give me mm. give me a power up that actually makes me cooler, or you know, the equivalent of when you get super missiles with Samus. You know, right. you suddenly feel amazing, right? <laughs> because and that's not because they're really effective against you know Parasite Queen or whatever. It, it's it's because like you're stronger in gameplay. Uh, Mega Man 2 is probably the easiest example I can come up of that where as soon as you got the metal blade the whole game got easier and you felt awesome about it <laughs> um, 
But what I'd like to see more levels, uh, just playing more levels, maybe a, a shakeup of how they're selected. Maybe they're selected in groups or something like that. A little bit less um, rock, paper, scissors type gameplay and a little more usefulness in the actual power-ups that you get uh, versus just like a super weapon against one enemy type. So actually, that's that's fairly conservative in my opinion. Like it's not it's not a drastic shakeup. Yeah, and it kind of it sounds like it it doesn't need it as much. Like you said, would you change it to fully orchestrated music only? <laughs> Ooh, if orchestrated included like a Splatoon style rock band, yes. Oh, I I don't want. I don't want the the Mario Galaxy uh, orchestral soundtrack. I really don't. Right. Um, for Mega Man, I don't think it fits. You know, he is Rock Man for a reason. That you know, this is this is a known quantity. I would love to have like get a really nice rock band that can also play some bluesy stuff, and and have them do all of the music. I think that'd be really cool, actually. What about the story? Have you thought like maybe you want to like tweak the story oh. the way it's written? I mean, because like like you said, essentially you you go through the eight you know, bosses, then fight Dr. Wily and you win. That's it. I mean, do you feel like maybe it could have more of an engaging, darker story? Uh, not so much like permadeath in Pokemon or like just you know, like <laughs> you lose a loved one or something, but maybe maybe more like you're trying to find, I don't know, like trying to find this gem that your your relative like entrusted for you or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to think. What, what, what would you change with the story? Uh, honestly, I don't, I don't think <laughs> Mega Man's not where I go for a story, right? Yeah, that's so, true. <laughs> so, I mean, Dr. Wily, I love him as a, a character, but also he's just not that interesting of a character in terms of motivation. <laughs> like he just wants to take over everything and you could, you could make him multidimensional, but again, just kind of why, you know, like it's not, <laughs> it's, it's kind of the same story that like Mario has, right? You, you are going through these levels for a very, very one note reason. And that's, that's it. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm all right with that. Um, that's cool. Yeah. It, this might seem a little counterintuitive, but I would not be against, if we're going to add more robot masters, more powers, things like that, I would not be against, um, recycling some old ones, like bring back metal man and bring back, uh, oh. snake man and things like that. Ooh. And actually, you know, have have kind of a Mega Man Ultimate type game with a bunch of stages and robot masters and, and things like that, and you just get a ton of weapons at the end. It would be um, kind of neat. You'd probably have to rework how the uh, weapon energy system works, but uh, honestly, that's a little archaic too. So I'd be okay with that. <laughs> nice. And and you said you're not thinking of a fully open world that it's basically set and you can you can explore it where you want. No, you're thinking you're still select some specific levels before you go yeah the only the only open world i would go is kind of how the mega man zero world is structured but honestly i didn't like that that much um i whether it's it's select levels or pre-scripted levels or or whatever i just don't want to see a screen with a bunch of faces on it that i'm like well this guy looks stupid let me pick him you know i like i i don't think (laughs) I, I think we're past that point, and, and there is there is a sense of nostalgia there, which I I, I do not want to uh, dismiss because it's there, and I, I feel it personally. But it is it's just an old style. Like it, these these games are definitely retro throwbacks right now. So if you're gonna try to evolve something or or reinvent something, you want it to appeal to the newer audience. So you've got to make some changes. Cool, cool. That makes sense. So that's that's Mega Man Shell. Sergio, what's your next game? From one Capcom series to another, now let's talk about evolving Phoenix Wright. Objection! 
It's perfect as is. Do not devolve it. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> so I just feel like it's it's always been my issue with the series, especially, you know, the more it keeps going, the more of an issue I think it is. There's just so much that you can do with otherworldly things like spirit mediums, channeling, seances, and, and things like that. I think and I hope that the developers are kind of realizing that they pretty much done everything they can and the scenarios are starting to overlap or to feel similar. So I kind of want them to go back to more more traditional scenarios, more, you know, crimes and in, in, in criminals that could actually happen a lot easier in, in the real world. But, mm. of course, it wouldn't be Phoenix right if it doesn't have a certain kick to it, right? So I'm proposing one of two things. One could be that the main character has sort of sort of like visions or intuition as to where to look for clues or, or what to ask from witnesses and throughout the game you find out that this is because either from a previous life that your main character had or from a long lost relative that is pretty much going through the same or very similar cases or scenarios but in a different part of the world it's like a like a long distance intuition type of thing. Basically, it would be like combining the Xeroscape series with Phoenix Wright a little bit. Ooh. Hmm. So either that or the main character has a condition where basically they do something one day and they don't remember the next day. So they would actually be sort of involved in the crimes or the scenarios and they, they just wouldn't remember anything at all. And all of these crazy things happen and, and you have no idea because... The main character doesn't know, and you as a player also don't know about this condition until later on in the game. So that'd be cool. Either of these, I think, yeah, it would it would allow the series to step back a little bit with the crazy stuff that you know. There's like, a, oh, the killer whale is the killer. That's actually a, <laughs> a, a scenario that they use. Hey, no spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. Uh oh. So spoiler alert. No, no. Well. No spoilers, but it wasn't. It wasn't the whale. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, no spoilers. <laughs> oh man, yo, starting with a double take. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it would be a nice change of pace to go back to more traditional things, and in they could still have the humor, and and I think some of the characters from the series could make cameos. But it would probably be best also to get a, a new, at least a new main character, maybe a new side character also, and. And just start from scratch a little bit, but add something different to the series. Maybe make it a little more mature. Maybe a little bit, not, not too much. And now that the, the Seroscape series is, is kind of done, they're trying something else with, with another game. But I feel like it would be a nice opportunity for Phoenix Wright to explore something else. So if you want a new character, like like do you, do you propose, like, is there going to be some sort of relation or like some sort of connection between that character and phoenix wright like spiritually or maybe just like a memento that that person has of like phoenix wright as his mentor his or her mentor like what would would there be any sort of like you know like oh hey i remember this from <laughs> that game or this or the, the other like or with miles edgeworth or like how would you incorporate would you incorporate the old characters like in just bits and pieces or just none at all like Maybe a little bit. I'm thinking it could be said in the same country or region, but you would only maybe hear about those characters. Maybe 
you know, towards the end of the game, you actually right. need Phoenix Wright and he might help you or something, or you just okay. hear about a previous case. But I feel like if they get too involved, then they're... The, the things that I associate with them, like, you know, like the spirit, uh, spirit channeling and, and those type of scenarios, they could kind of come with them as well. So I, I would I would dial it back as much as I could. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems to me like you you just want to... The focal point should be the the, the new main characters. Because like, I feel like if you do put too much of the cameo role into, you know, Phoenix Wright and Miles Edgeworth, it, maybe it'll, the focus will shift to them and you don't want that. So... No, that's great. I, I mean, I would like a new main character too for a, a Ace Attorney game. Uh, I mean, it the the way it was like just with you know Phoenix Wright coming back and um, you know the and, the and the characters like Miles Esworth and Apollo Justice. I mean, they've had their time. It's it's time for a new a new lawyer, <laughs> whatever <laughs> his or her name is. So, right, and you know one of the new recent ones it's athena sykes and i i yes. do really like the fact that her quote-unquote power has more to do with technology instead of like spiritual things that, that's cool <laughs> and, and that could be that that approach would work for me but i kind of want to see what else they can do as well mm. oh, that's yes. cool i actually really liked your ideas there so <laughs> i don't i don't have too much to add unfortunately <laughs> but um i, I like i liked what i was hearing i, I would love to see Maybe maybe a game that follows a case instead of multiples. Oh, like maybe okay. make, yeah, that would be... maybe make the case engrossing and and deep enough that that is the story for the game. Then that kind of drives the you know the emotional involvement of the character a little right, bit better. Right. Mm. Um, mm, I like so that. yeah, I could I could definitely see something like that creating a really cool game. Yeah, and it's just especially with that sort of formula, you can get emotionally invested into it, and then like. Like, say if that were to happen and we all get the game and then we can, like, talk to each other about, like, you know, like, with the clues that we have and figure out, like, oh, what what do you think of this and that? And, I mean, I, I think it'd be a lot more engrossing uh, just having that one big case and following through that journey. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Capcom, heed our call. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kevin, I think it's your turn, right? Yeah. You know, i got to pay homage to one of my favorite video game series of all time i'm talking about mario kart i mean you know it, okay all right it, it it's you know time and time again and i don't know if i've talked about it with you two or with other people in the community but um one of my biggest gripes about you know mario kart is that the the potential for it to become a a tournament type of like a, like a serious competitive tournament type of game is just not relevant. It's not there because of the same reasons that we're given all the time. Too much luck is involved. The items, the items, the items, the items. I mean, you know, you have the lightning bolts, you have the blue shells. That just plays way too much of a factor. And you know, I, I would love to have the the next Mario Kart evolve into a more well, still have the casual type of game where you're going to the Grand Prix and you're trying to collect the trophies and stuff and, you know, unlock some characters and all that and different, you know, wheels and cars. And, you know, I do want to bring back the Double Dash type of spiel. I really like having two characters in one cart. I think that's very unique. You know, shout out to Double Dash. Love that game. And, but I think if it ha houses this sort of like this tournament formula where... You have 
a certain set of items that you can use that will make it very tournament friendly, and then people can actually legitimately uh, compete against each other. It's not just going to be a casual like you know, race. I mean, although you we've had tournaments before, we've we've I mean we've all participated in Mario Kart tournaments where you know <laughs> it. it it, you know, it's all good fun, obviously, and there is some skill to it, but I, I want to take it to the next level, man. Like, I, I feel like the potential for this game, this this series can be even greater. Like, I want to elevate it to, like, like like League of Legends or, like, StarCraft. Like, I'm, I'm talking, like, that high, and, like, you know, it, 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 it's just a step away. Just... I think it's a few steps away from that, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, maybe a few steps, but then, I mean, but... I'm talking about item regulation. I'm talking about just, you know, the way... And you know what? I'm going to add another thing, too. Okay, this is one of the things that I want to talk about with Mario Kart. You know, I really like how, like, in Formula 1, where, you know, each... You know, you have each, like, you know, team have, like, two drivers, and they they race with the same car, and, like, you know, each car has its own specifications, like, different specifications and all that. I mean, I, mean, I want to... What I mean is to say is that maybe in the tournament scene in Mario Kart, maybe we can have those sort of like clubs, those sort of those really those teams that you can form, and then you can have this like this this crazy this Grand Prix tour of of all the teams around the world and trying to compete for the, the grand prize, and and there will go there'll, there'll be leagues, and you know each continent would have its own league, and then like the top eight will go into you know like this ultimate Champions League. Shout out to soccer or football, <laughs> and it would just be um, this conglomerate sort of um, this tournament where you know the best, of the best are competing for the the ultimate title. And then I don't know, I, I that's what I want Mario Kart to be. You know, I I'm, I'm so oh goodness, like I, I I have the most hours out of all my games on Mario Kart, and you know whenever I play, I just think about these sort of things like. You know, we need better item regulation. We need to have like a grander platform, like a greater platform for people to to you know say, hey, like this is a legitimate esport. That's what I want Mario Kart to evolve in. I don't know what do you guys think. I mean, I think they already solved it with Smash, kind of right. Like you already got like a lot of item controls and rules and such that are there. Yeah, I, I would love all of that to come to Mario Kart. Just give me some. Like, give me the, give me sliders. Give me the choice of what yeah. appears, you know? Let me turn off the freaking piranha plant. You know, just, I don't know. I, I, I think that that's not that far away and it's not that hard to do. I'm not really sure why it hasn't been done to some extent, at least hmm. yet. Like, what they've done instead is they've given you, like, subsets of items so you can play with, like, shells only and, um, and and or frantic items which are insane uh that that kind of thing but i don't think that's enough no it's not and it's it's just very frustrating as a mario kart fan like who's played the series for so many years you guys have as well i mean y'all know like this is ah goodness i just it, yeah. it, it really it's frustrating it really is i i don't understand nintendo i don't understand why we don't understand why um, they're not able to make that jump. I mean, uh, I don't know. So I, I get, I'm going to take this another way. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to envision a completely different gameplay style for Mario Kart, and it's going to be kind of a, a spinoff series. Okay. Um, it, it's going to be a spinoff series of two different games involving Mario. So bear with me for a minute. Sure. Mario Kart Strikers. 
So a game in oh. which you put the Mario Kart in an arena and you have a gigantic soccer ball. I think this is going to work. I know it's a kind of a crazy idea. Wait. Uh, but you put a gigantic hmm. soccer ball and then you play soccer with cars. I, I don't know. It's a crazy <laughs> idea, but I think it might work. You know, that that sounds like a rocket kind of an idea. I mean, it, is, it feels very... <laughs> I, I mean, it, it just feels like a... It feels really, really powerful. Like having a car s- soccer game. I mean, you know what they need is is like boost engines so they can jump and fly around and stuff. That'd be pretty neat. And like do flips and stuff. That'd yeah, be great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and man, that the, and just be able to customize your car too with like different skins. I'm not like, gonna lie, I would totally play that. I really would. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like I would too. Mar- Mario Kart Rocket League. I would totally play. Uh, in all seriousness, what I'd love to see from Mario Kart. So there's. There's a bunch of kart series, right? And most of them you can clearly say are worse than Mario Kart. Um, There's really one series or one game in the kart style that I think you can really argue is a rival to Mario Kart. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's Diddy Kong Racing. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So... What Diddy Kong Racing did really well was actually, this is odd, but a lot of world building stuff. So a lot of the single player campaign, as it were, was actually big Um, with a lot of challenges, a lot of different things you could do. Uh, Some little grindy repeating things, but whatever. Uh, It was it was fun. But also it introduced the styles, the different styles, so you could um, have you could play on a hovercraft. So you could have hovercraft races. You could also be in a plane and have plane races. I would love to see Mario Kart kind of adapt that. So give me more vehicle choices, maybe in the Sonic Racing transformed kind of way. So you go off a jump and all of a sudden you're a plane. Um, they've kind of done that a little bit with the glider, but I would love to see that fleshed out a little bit more kind of in that direction. I think that's a really fun gameplay style, and I think it works really well. I agree. That would be that would be great, and especially the world building. I remember and love playing single player. I would play more single player than multiplayer for that that game. And, like, yeah. it was just, yeah, I just don't understand, though. Why didn't they ever expand on that, like? There was no Diddy Kong Racing 2 or 3. I mean, it's just... Well, there was a planned Donkey Kong Racing for a GameCube. Uh, it was supposed to be near launch <laughs> or something, and uh got canceled. It's actually on the box of the initial run GameCubes. Like, there is Donkey Kong Racing on the box, um, but wow. it never, never actually came to be. So I think they always kind of played with it and never actually did it. So Oh, man. <sighs> and I guess that's because, you know, they always see Mario Kart. Oh, Mario Kart is a racing game. And... I mean, yeah. <laughs> sorry to say, Kevin, but that's probably a big reason why F Zero hasn't come back either. You know, they oh, they, they goodness, feel like yeah. they they satisfy the, the <laughs> they, they paper the Mario genre <laughs> with, with just <laughs> Mario Kart, and I I think that's a mistake. I think yeah. either if you're gonna do that, you can definitely have more modes or different expansions to Mario Kart. The fast one like F Zero, the quirky different vehicles ones like Diddy Kong Racing, or allow them to coexist because they definitely can yeah and i just don't know why there's such a barrier for for this potential to evolve into a better series i mean i don't know it i don't so i don't i don't know exactly that that's fair because in in mario kart i would say i would argue that eight is the best one they've ever made yes Um, yeah it's the most expansive in terms of courses and characters and um you know, you've lost a little bit of like the super moves that uh, Double Dash had, so it, it's evolved in a in a different way. 
Um, but I think they're I think they're going in the right direction at least with it, especially with the additions of like the DLC tracks. Um, I love playing on like Mute City. <laughs> it's it's yeah. a lot of fun. So I think I think they're traveling in the right direction. I just I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see what Mario Kart Nine looks like whenever it actually comes out. Right. Yeah, I guess you have a good point there. I mean, I guess for me, when I say better series, like I think Dank also, you know, incorporates just the potential for it to be a tournament level type of game. I mean, it, Mario Kart Eight is very well polished. Even Deluxe, like I love playing it. It's, and I mean, we've we've had tournaments together. We've we battled on the court. On, yes. Yeah, the course. Speaking of, stay tuned to our Twitter and Discord. There will be a Mario Kart tournament coming up. So stay tuned. There we go. And, uh, yeah, but ultimately, I just, yeah, I am curious about, well, I am very curious about this, you know, the Mario Kart World Tour. I don't know much about it in terms of what they've already been given. Just Mario Kart World Tournament. Hey, there you go. There you go. There you go. (laughs) I mean. Yeah, I'm curious, too. Yeah, Um, and on on the phone, too, or, excuse me, the mobile platforms. I, man. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into my uh, second game here. Actually, actually, my first game, I think. Um, and I'm, I want to talk, and I'm gonna go quick on this because I'd like to get through another like lightning round on this. I want to talk about Star Fox, mm. and I want to say that I I think they have made decent Star Fox games, but I don't think that they have made a great Star Fox game since the Nintendo 64. So, and they've been trying different things with it. I think they've tried to reinvent it a few times with, you know, for sure, Adventures, um, the Zelda-like. Assault had a lot of different (laughs) things in terms of, you know, it had a lot of on-foot sections and and different type map structures. I actually really liked Assault. Um, I don't think it was Star Fox 64, but I, I liked it as a game. And then, most recently, they had Star Fox Zero on Wii U, which basically rebooted Star Fox 64 with weird controls. So, yeah, I think I think Star Fox is probably, of the still-alive series, is probably maybe most needing the, the update yes. uh, of yeah, some sort. Yeah, definitely. And oddly enough, uh, where I'm kind of drawing some uh, inspiration here is from Starlink, um, Battle for Atlas, which, you know, developed by Ubisoft and put Star Fox in it. Um, I don't want Star Fox being Starlink. I don't want that. But what I did realize from that game is that the ability to just kind of fly around space as Star Fox is inherently fun. Um, so what what I'm going to kind of... <laughs> uh, argue for in terms of Star Fox is yes let's make that more open universe like let's actually be able to fly around let's add some planets that you can go to and uh, explore on your own and see what's there and, and have some uh, fun there I, you know in in more classic Star Fox gameplay so you know have events where you go into this on rails section it feels very much like Star Fox 64 or have other events where uh, you fly down to this planet and a little cutscene plays and all of a sudden you're in like a, a battle of Fortuna, you know, where you're in all range mode and there's a ton of enemies around and you're suddenly in a dogfight. Have outer space missions as you're flying between uh, planets. You can make it fairly <laughs> linear. I just want it big and I want it open and I want you able to kind of grasp that you are in this amazing star system and you can fly around and take your team with you and give them little commands. Hey, go here, do this, that kind of thing to kind of incorporate like the Star Fox command, Star Fox two type. 
that would be one of my favorite games ever if they pulled it off correctly. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, I mean that because I love the worlds. <laughs> the worlds. Uh, I love the characters. I think that they could do a lot with it if they just opened it up and and made kind of do the anti Mega Man again. You know, don't don't just do specific levels. Give me the stuff in between as well. So I, I imagine I, I I thought of Pikmin for some reason. So you know, let's say you're Fox and Falco and and you're you engage in a mission against Star Wolf. And you realize that you kind of need help. So maybe you say, okay, Falco, just stay here. Try to hold him back. Let me go away for a little bit and, and get uh, more reinforcements, like, directly. So you go away, and then you bring back uh, Peppy and Sleepy, and then you can go go at it, you know. But basically, it's real time, and you can go wherever. If a mission is too hard, you can sort of go away or if you decide to stay. Sort of like when you leave Pikmin to do a, a task for you. It, yeah. Would, would that be possible? I mean, mm. tell me that wouldn't be amazing. Yeah. If you could actually, like, maybe if you could warp into the different Star Fox characters, so all of a sudden you'd be playing as Falco doing oh. this other thing. <laughs> Whoa. Tell me that wouldn't be, like, an amazing yeah. game, right? <laughs> oh, man. I want no, that, that game now. I really that... do. <laughs> <laughs> Call it Star Fox Universe. You're welcome. There you go. Boom. Yeah, no, that'd be great. And I think it's just, you know, it, it seems like that would be the ideal Star Fox game, you know, being able to, tr- you know, travel to these these really expansive worlds and you know and then be able to find little gems that maybe can unlock more about the story and um maybe just things that we've never known about as fans i i think mm-hmm. uh just but yeah definitely like i think it can borrow a lot from starlink i mean like for the few hours i played with it like it it feels really nice being able to fly in that ship and you know just going just traversing around the region and being able to you know sh- shoot enemies but also just just taking the the immersive environment and taking how beautiful it is, you know, the different landscapes, the trees. And I mean, I would love to be in a landmaster, you know, just going through. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, man, that would, I, I, that would be a must play for sure. And it would, it would allow for a lot of side characters to either come back a little bit or to get their stories explored. The South yeah. games always have a lot of really cool, interesting characters that, they just really don't come back, or they they don't shine enough. So this would they, be a they great pop in, and these characters obviously have history with the Star Fox team. Yeah. and you have no idea yeah. what it is. Yeah, I mean, I want to know more about hey, Cat. Cat, how you doing? Yeah. yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. There we go. I mean, the timing. Bill, be how you been, man? And you're like, who the crap is Bill? <laughs> Anyways, yeah. yeah, and and where there are more interesting characters, there are more options for multiplayer. Hey. Hey, oh, so there we go. Yeah, give me, give me all of that game. Give it to somebody like an all adequate developer, and just give me all of that game. I would love it. <laughs> oh man, that would be pretty cool. All right, so that yep. that's Star Fox oh, Sergio. Man, that's awesome. Sergio, lightning, lightning round, third game. What you got? I'm gonna cheat a little bit <laughs> because oh, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna combine two series, but. They make sense. You're, you're going to realize that. Okay. And it just so happens that Nintendo is not really making games for either of them anymore. So, yeah, let's let's just mash them together and get the, the best parts. <laughs> Mario Kart Strikers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm proposing that we combine the Paper Mario in the Mario and Luigi series. Oh, okay. So... For sure, we're going to get back the partners and gaining experience from Paper Mario, you know. 
uh, we're going to keep the 2D levels and exploration from Mario Luigi. I'm thinking even the battle system where you either control two or maybe four characters and you kind of have to press uh, press a button before you attack or before you get hit sort of to, to help you to attack or defend better. But I also want to keep something from the quote-unquote shunned Paper Mario games like Sticker Star. But instead of collecting stickers, I'm thinking you might collect pins from, from characters. And depending on of how rare an enemy is or how difficult it is to defeat it, uh, there's less and less chance that you get the pin. But if you do, you get their ability. For example, if you defeat a Lakitu and you manage to get the pin, you, you're able to use the cloud for a little bit and you can float around for a few seconds. Hey, we already talked about Mega Man, man. <laughs> sorry <laughs> keep going <laughs> no but this would be basically there, there would be the, the 2d parts would be for exploring they maybe there could be a little bit of platforming but what i also want to add which is the the biggest addition to either series really is 2d boss battles i'm thinking I was actually thinking like the Castlevania series, even for the, the pins element. I don't know if you played Aria of Sorrow or Dawn of Sorrow. Yeah. So they have the soul mm. system. When you beat an enemy, there's a chance that you can get their soul or their skill, basically. And I, I want to do that with Paper Mario in, in, in Mario and Luigi, but also for 2D boss battles. I think that could that could happen with the Mario universe. There's a lot of potential they could do with the characters you can use and with the enemies that you can fight okay so you're you're again ex- describing a game i would absolutely play <laughs> <laughs> but then again i'm i'm weak i would play literally if they if they put out a paper mario game and said hey we got partners again oh man pre-ordered done sold <laughs> good yeah for sure i mean that's that i i think of that as the biggest thing but i'm also thinking like in in color splash and, and also sticker stars there are things that you can get like actual yeah. real world things they could still have that in that could be used to solve environmental puzzles so i think like the 2d parts of this game would be a lot more expanded upon but the traditional battles like the regular not the boss battles those would still be classic turn-based okay that's awesome <laughs> sweet <laughs> you know i mean i've and I'm really sorry to say I've never played a Paper Mario game, but this would be one that I would love to start my first. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, man. This, this man says he loves RPGs. I just want to point that out. He says he likes RPGs as a series. Hold on. I, I just, I, I don't know why, but I've just never played a Paper Mario game. I, I, I wish I can explain it. In a legitimate fashion, but I really, I have, I have no answer. Really All right, so here's it. what you do: you get, you get that GameCube that you bought to play uh, F Zero GX. I know you already got it, so you get <laughs> right. that GameCube. You now, this one's a little bit more expensive, so I, I apologize. Get your wallet out, but uh, Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. You buy that off eBay, so you get it used off eBay. They ship it to you. You push it in. You put it in the GameCube. You got to take F Zero out, obviously. You put the, the Thousand Year Door in the game. GameCube, and you press go, and you have the time of your life. That's what yes. you do. So there's some homework. Done. I mean, that, uh, okay. All right. Good. All right. Good. That, that's that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh. oh man, somebody get this guy a GameCube. Uh, <laughs> all right. I, uh, I still have one. It's just, but it's not with me right now. 
Somebody but, yeah. get this guy a GameCube. <laughs> uh, Kevin, what's your next game, man? Last game, third. My third, man, three times the charm, going with Final Fantasy. Yeah, I... You know, I have a lot of history with this series. I mean, I'm, I'm, well, I'm actually including playing Final Fantasy X for the first time, which has been really good so far. Uh, but I, I know that in Final Fantasy XV they introduced the, you know, the real time battle system where you know you're able to control the main character and just be able to dodge attacks and you know, uh, with with precision timing, you're able to execute like really special, like just these special attacks that just come out of nowhere. But uh, I want to bring back the, the for the next Final Fantasy, I want to have the, the I'm going to go with the, the same active time battle system, but now, this is not going to be like an MMO, it's not, but I want to have this system where, you know, either it's in the middle of the game or maybe in post-game fashion, you know, you can choose three characters out of the let's just say 10 that you've travel with and are part of the game and you can go online and f- play against other people with with you know be on a three on three and it'll be like a real-time battle you know well active time battle system and just you know just battle each other three on three and i think that would be great like that was something that i've always wanted to have as a kid like when i because you know final fantasy well besides the mmos it's always been a single player game but I've always wanted to have this three on three or even four on four, just have this sort of like play against another person from like a different side of the world and be able to showcase my skills, be able to use the strategies that I've used when I fight certain bosses in the game, things like that. And it, it could even be like mirror matches too. Like maybe the three characters that I use are the same, they're the same characters that the other person's using, but we'll, we could have totally different strategies, you know? And so now with that comes with different. You know abilities from different characters. I, I want to have it so that you know you can mold your your characters into different play styles. Like whether he or she is like a tank, or maybe someone who is a debuff person and a buff person. Uh, just things like that. So I would want to. Ha- so that's how I want to evolve the series. You know, have obviously have a well executed story, but as a multiplayer fe- uh, part be able to go, you know, do three-on-threes with other people all around the world. And I think that would add another dimension to the Final Fantasy formula. Um, strictly in the battle part. So, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It would be very nice to... Basically, you're combining the single-player aspect of, of Final Fantasy, and then when you feel like it, you kind of just turn on the, the multiplayer online. Very different approach to what you've been doing, basically. But... Are you are you proposing sort of like whatever you progress in multiplayer, you carry it over to your single player quests, or are they completely separate? Yeah, that's a very good question. I I would I would propose like maybe have like some sort of like a level cap. Like say if your characters are like sixty seven, fifty five, and you know maybe another like fifty nine. You know, in the multiplayer, it will be it will be optimized so that all your characters will be at the same level, and uh, you know just be at the same level and uh just have everything all optimized to that so that you know it starts at an even level playing field um but then Hmm. your progress won't it won't carry over to your single player it's just strictly multiplayer and you cannot use items no items you gotta rely on your 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 magic points your mp oh and um yeah it's just gonna be and eventually your magic points are gonna run out so then you have to rely on you know 
different attacks and stuff like that. So I, it, there will be a clear-cut winner for sure. So I, I think I'm going to try to summarize everything you said by just saying Final Fantasy Battle Royale. I think that that is what <laughs> yeah. we want to happen. Yeah. Square I Enix, mean, Final Fantasy Battle Royale is the future, and we need this. <laughs> we do. Right we do. now. <laughs> Perfect name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we're just going off the the theme of battle royale games. I mean, yeah, like I, I, I that would think actually be good. kind of awesome. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah I, I would love it. I mean, this would be a Final Fantasy that I would play for years and years. Like, just you know, and I could see it as a a tournament level esports type of thing. You know, like in the upper echelons of like League of Legends and and you know. Man, you are all about the esports today. Call of Duty. Yeah, I, 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 I am. I. I feel so strongly about this, man. I really wait, wait, want... wait. I, I may have, I may have misparaphrased this. So you wanted a Final Fantasy three on three. So what I think you want, let me, let me paraphrase. I'm sorry again. <laughs> I think you want Final Fantasy versus Capcom, the three on three fighting <laughs> game. <laughs> I think that's what you're asking for. Which also, Square Enix, Capcom, make that happen. I need oh. that. <laughs> I need that right now, my life. Oh man! Oh man! FF versus Capcom. I mean, <laughs> that would be hype. That would be very, very hype. Um, yeah. You know what I was thinking, and it doesn't—it doesn't actually go in line with anything that I've seen thus far. And I don't know why it's kind of in my mind, but I want—I want to kind of think about the games like Final Fantasy four through six. So you kind of think about that art style, think about how the world is, everything in those games, right? Um, now, there's a bunch of playable characters in that those games. They kind of rotate in and out of your party here and there, with the exception of five, which I think is is mainly just the set characters. But so specifically four and six have like this rotating cast. you get new characters, then they leave and so on. Imagine if each of those players or each of those characters was controlled by a different player as you're moving through the story and you oh. all had different tasks that you could do in that world. It was an online focused game and it was kind of meant to be a co-op style Final Fantasy game. Hmm. I don't know what that would look like, but that would be really cool. <laughs> yeah, I, man, I gosh, I need to put that I'm going to put that down right now. Like if if there could be a game like that, I mean, yo, like like if you could play as Edward the Bard and go, you know, go try to save Anna on your own and kind of leave the party for a little bit, go try to save her and then like run away and go back to the party. I mean, that'd be that'd be pretty slick. Yeah, I mean, talk about dynamic story narratives. I mean, that that would be oh, goodness, like but I'm just thinking how Man, there's just so many scenarios like in the, in the way they would program that. Like, I think it would have to be a quest type system, so it would have to be kind of like a, a yeah. Diablo, Final Fantasy, Crystal Chronicles, that kind of thing. So you have like an overall mission, and just how you accomplish it is a little bit different every time. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, for sure. All right, so I'm gonna end this with <laughs> the best game series I could possibly end this with. I think. Um, so. I'm going to open up the floor. How would we reinvent slash evolve the 2D Super Mario Brothers series? Ooh. Oh, God. Uh, you, so, add, you add new to the title. You add new. <laughs> well, we've already done new, so what we're going to do is new, new Super Mario Brothers. That's, I think that's, yeah. 
booked, done, pre-ordered, all in. <laughs> uh, so I kind of wondered with the Wii U. So they released Super Mario Maker, and Super Mario Maker is a method or a platform by which people can create Mario levels to infinity. I mean, like there's thousands and thousands and thousands of. Uh, variable quality Mario levels out there now. So how does Nintendo actually follow that up? Uh, what I didn't realize is they follow it up by porting an old Mario game. Hey, there you go. Uh, but and, and then doing Mario Maker 2. But honestly, what does the next 2D Mario game look like, if that's even in the pipeline? Now, uh, to be fair, I think Nintendo is better at making Mario games than <laughs> Nintendo fans are uh, significantly better. Uh, so I think a 2D Mario game released by Nintendo would be worthwhile as is, whatever it actually is. But the new style has kind of run its course. Um, they, I don't know that I think they're kind of they've already kind of leaned into nostalgia. Where do you go from here? You guys have any ideas? Mm, yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, essentially, it's all it's all about saving the princess. But then she's in another castle, and then like you just have to keep going until you find her. But uh, you know what? I mean, well, I kind of talked about this uh, in the Discord, not so much with um, Mario per se, but with Doctor Mario in terms of like you know instead of having it as a puzzle game, but maybe having it like maybe have Doctor Mario be you know just be this the doctor trying to solve this mysterious disease that is plaguing the whole world and going to each region and trying to figure out what's the cause of the disease and it turns out it's this big enemy that he has to fight and and you know destroy and once that enemy succumbs to his his or her fate the disease within that region starts to dissipate and just is just gone and people are healed again and he has to do that like seven eight times and Something magical happens at the very end. I don't know what. Uh, maybe he gets a Nobel Peace Prize for, you know, world world uh, world cure, world peace and curing the disease. I don't know. I, I I don't know. Okay. How about I'm I'm gonna throw out a word. I think it might fix it. How about per- permadeath? No, I like I don't I don't know. <laughs> so, like, oh no, I can't I can't even. The oh, the oh, only man. thing that comes to mind, and this is actually legitimate. The only thing that comes to mind is I would. I would be extremely excited for a Mario game that looks like Yoshi's Island did. So a hand-drawn kind of cartoon, interesting art style Mario game would be amazing at this point. Um, And that might actually be what I I might think is the most likely, like a a fairly drastic art, art style change. Um, with fairly straightforward Mario type gameplay, but um, just you know, a slightly new engine, so you don't—it's not the new Super Mario Brothers engine anymore. Uh, new power-ups and just a really—I'll uh, say like delightful-looking art style. I think, I think that would be enough for me. Although that's a little bit conservative, I think. So, other than the art style, you wouldn't borrow like the vehicle transformations from Yoshi's Island. Yeah, I think you could do a lot of that with like Mario hopping in a helicopter and th- things yeah. like that pretty easily. Yeah, and and change it up. And that actually they did that in Super Mario Land. So you got in a plane oh. and it became a shmup for a little bit. Um, right. Oh, there wow. were a few sections like that in on a Game Boy game, the launch Game Boy game. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. this is not a, it's not a new concept per se. Um, so yeah, that's a good point. You could actually change up the gameplay in certain sections 
pretty easily. Right, right. And would you would you add any amount of Metroidvania type to the play? Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I, mm. Because I feel like Nintendo would be concerned about not wanting to overlap with the Yoshi games, the 2D Yoshi games, and also the Kirby games. But I think the Metroid series could be, it's like a little more fair game, you know, to, because I guess <laughs> because it's so dead. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it used to be. Now, that... that I don't know. We got a new 2D one and a new 3D one coming eventually. Um, I I don't know. I, I think that the hand-drawn art style is actually underused at this point. I don't think they have had one in any of their modern platformers. Right. Period. Yeah. So Yoshi's so. kind of doing his new art styles lately, which are awesome, by the way. I'm not complaining at all, but he did the, the he's veering very far into arts and crafts. Kirby is doing whatever Kirby wants to do, pretty much. <laughs> he's doing claymation or yarn or um, really, really like shiny 3D models and things like that. So Kirby's <laughs> kind of doing his thing. But I think what they've kind of lost is that almost marker art style that Yoshi's Island had, and they've had a few other games kind of in that realm i think they could go back to it i really do mm-hmm. like a like a they could actually animate it very much like a hand-drawn mario moving around which would look incredible if if that actually was oh, man. something sign me up i would love that i mean i i love yoshi's island it's one of my favorite games of all time i mean just the art style and even just the music was so fitting too you know like bring back some of that jazz influence style of music man like I mean, although I think Nintendo has been doing a great job. I mean, they've been doing a great job with it, especially with Super Mario Odyssey. I really appreciate it, especially the, you know, the Jump Up. Is it Jump Up Superstar? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so that was a really nice track. I really like that one with the jazz influence and very jazzy. And yeah, I, man, it's, count me in, hand-drawn Mario game. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'd play that. Or or just a Mario. So everybody talks about New Super Mario Brothers. Everybody talks about one level in it, which kind of looked like a Van Gogh painting. Um, looked incredible, right? But it was this one level, and everyone talks about that one level because it looks interesting. So uh, you could actually do, like, every world has a different art style. That might be kind of neat. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of stuff you could do, but I think in terms of how you reinvent 2D Mario, I kind of just think you don't. I just think you... Kind of stick to the gameplay formula because the gameplay formula is very tight, very well done, and I, I don't have too many complaints about it. Um, but do do give it a nice uh, coat of paint, as it were, and some new power ups, new gameplay would be yeah, uh, yeah. would be really nice to see. Um, and I think that's enough, personally. I, I, for me, that'd be enough. Yeah. So uh, same that, here. I mean, that's all like, I got on that. Mm. Wow. Yeah, we went through man nine game series. That's pretty dope. I mean, and we described some games I would totally buy. Yes. <laughs> would, if Seriously. they were coming out, I would totally buy oh, at man. least like four of the games we discussed uh, like tomorrow. I really would. <laughs> tomorrow. But one that is coming out and that I'm more excited for now that we kind of sort of hinted towards it sometimes without even knowing, Crystal Chronicles. Sounds like there I'm really going to There you go. There you go. I mean, I just I'm gonna play that game, man. I uh, you hyped it up quite a bit, Daryl, uh, and I just gotta play it. I'm <laughs> now, yeah. I mean, now we just hope it's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I mean, there's there's no way it's not going to be good. There's no way. So yeah, yeah. Square Enix pointing, you know, porting stuff. What could possibly go wrong? 
Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> with that with that dark note, I'm very hyped for that game. So yeah, no worries. Yeah. Um, I think I think that is it, Sergio. You want to wrap us up? Yeah, you're right. It is time to jump out of here. So thank you so much for listening. If you would like to chat with us and win an awesome Nintendo gaming community, you can join our Discord group. The description for this episode has a link to it. If you would like to join. We are also on social media, like on Twitter, on Instagram, and we also have a Facebook group. And our episodes are on YouTube. Feel free to leave us a comment about anything we discussed today or anything that you would like for us to discuss in an upcoming episode. You can send us your feedback via social media or via email at nintendojumppodcast at gmail.com. If you want to support this show, the best way to do so is through our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash nintendojump. Another way to support would be by leaving us a review in your podcast application of choice. We would really appreciate it. This is Sergio, and on behalf of Daryl and Kevin, thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Bye-bye. See you guys. It's familiar. What is it? (laughs) Rainbow Road. Ah, nice. Yes, on the Super Nintendo, Super Mario Mario Kart. Yep. Nice. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.